Welcome to Atkins Health Talks, a podcast about innovative ways to improve your health, giving you the information and tools you need to take charge of your health. Each week, we'll talk to our Atkins Health team, as well as expert guests from all over the world, giving you our knowledge and insights into various health conditions. Now, let's get on with the next show to revolutionise your health. Here is your host, Tobias Atkins. Hi, I'm Tobias Atkins, CEO of Atkins Health, and I'm super pumped to be joined here today by our resident women's health guru, exercise physiologist, and mother of 16-month-old, Nicole Harnett. Hello. We are super excited today to be able to share with you some incredible wisdom, experiences and journeys of some extraordinary women that we've had the opportunity of interviewing over the past few weeks. From entrepreneurs to health professionals to business women to mothers, each of these has an inspirational story and a journey of wealth of knowledge which we hope you can take away and become a superwoman within you. No matter where you are in life, age or demographic, we hope that this podcast shows you that you are not alone. No matter what you encounter and how hard womanhood becomes or is for you, we hope that this shows you that there is a way forward that is both prosperous, exciting and fulfilling. So sit tight, tune in and be taken through our speaker's life lessons and journeys and hopefully if you're open to it, become a better version of you. Our guest today is Kalissa Brockett, the marketing and communications guru at GCPC in Runaway Bay. In her five years at the centre, Kalissa has worked on a vast number of projects, events and challenges, each geared towards building an active and healthy community. As if this wasn't enough, she's also a passionate slash gruelling spin class instructor. And to top it off, Kalissa recently won the Australian Women's Surfboat Championships. Needless to say, she's extremely passionate about fitness, goal setting and team sport. Today, our focus with Kalissa is around fitness, team sport and goal setting and how this relates to women's health. Kalissa, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Nicole. I'm very excited. You're so welcome. Firstly, got to ask, how did you get into surfboat racing? Oh, to be honest, I have been rowing since, well, pretty much for as long as I can remember. I started at school in year eight, thanks to my dad telling me to jump on an ergo one time. Um, And then I finished school and I was like, I still wanted to stay in rowing, wasn't quite sure what to do, but a lot of my friends kind of dropped off. So uh, I had another friend tell me to come along and try surfboats as a bit of a team sport. Um, And so I got started about nine years ago, yeah, nine, ten years ago over in Perth. And yeah, as long as I've pretty much been anywhere near the ocean, I have been uh, racing surfboats. Yeah. I I was thinking that was going to come from like a nippers background. Oh, yeah. Well, I did do nippers for a couple of years when I was little um, because I grew up overseas. So as soon as we got to Australia, my parents got me into nippers. But um, yeah, it wasn't quite my theme. So I went off, did other sports, um, lots of different tries and all sorts of things as I was growing up. But yeah, I found myself back to still water rowing. Um, did that for seven years before I migrated to surf and I love it. I live and breathe it. It is just, yeah, such a fantastic sport. It's amazing. Well, it obviously shows given that you are Australian women's champion. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, thank you. It's, 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 it's still not quite real, to be honest. It only just happened a couple of months ago. Um, but it was, yeah, one of, one of the best, definitely the best achievement I've ever done. Um, but really one of the, the best and most special moments of my life as well, crossing that finish line. 
um, obviously first um, up on the Sunshine Coast in late April. And it was just, um, it was just that, that feeling and the team camaraderie that we had as soon as the boat came to shore, everyone just jumped all over us and the celebration that we had at the, um, the whole of Corumban Surf Club was just next level. It was just incredible. That's it was epic. really cool. So, I mean, obviously to get that far and to have that kind of achievement, there's obviously a lot of training and I've seen you train in the gym. You train hard. <laughs> um, so obviously a lot of physical training, but what about all the other aspects of it? Like we, we talk about your passion for goal setting there and how does that kind of come into play? Yeah, well, I've been working towards this for a number of years. Um, I think, well, when I was under 23, I did win the under 23 women as well. But so as soon as we kind of crossed that line for that one, it was sent then straight on to the open women. Um, and for us to get there, I mean, I rode with the most inspirational three other women and an incredible sweep at Corumban. Um, and they have taught me so many life lessons. But I guess as a crew, us coming together, um, the dedication and commitment that it takes for everyone to really be on that same page and to be giving as much um, as we can towards each other, not just for ourselves, but for the better of the crew, because um, it takes five of us to, to really make the job happen and to get it done. And um, yeah, we just really did take it to a, a whole new level, the physical and mental as well, to be able to push through the mental barriers um, that's in the boat, in the gym. Um, and then of course that relates to all aspects of life as well, trying to juggle for my other crewmates, um, they've all got kids. Um, so just trying to make sure everything fits in and yeah, if we're all passionate about it. If we're all doing it for each other, for the love of one another, um, it made a huge difference come that finish time. I suppose having that um, good synchronization of, of your teammates as well is vital to that. Success. Yes. So yeah, it is. I mean, we do spend a lot of time obviously in the boat training, um, but we do also train outside of the boat, but more importantly, it is about the journey. So it's, you know, we, we go to training, we go to coffee afterwards, and it's about um, all of the little individual races that we have along the way um, and everything else that kind of pops up in life. It's not, it's not just about the destination when it comes to a sport like uh, surf boat rowing, because sometimes you do have to have a, a little bit of luck on your end. Um, but lucky for us at the recent Aussies, it was quite flat. So <laughs> it was just a grueling um, little sprint dash to the finish line there for us to really take home the gold winner yeah in, um, <laughs> so throughout obviously your own experiences and what you see um in your role at gcpc as well um what are the like kind of health challenges that come up throughout these journeys so to speak um to be honest i guess the biggest thing that we see at the gold coast performance center is everyone coming in for weight loss um because people know that they want to try and um obviously drop a few kilos, change their, their lifestyle, um, and even maybe even to educate themselves on how to live a healthier lifestyle as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're very fortunate in the community that we live in that everyone generally on the Gold Coast is quite fit and healthy as it is. Um, but yeah, weight loss is definitely number one for, for us here at the gym. Why, why do you think that that is the case? Why do you think that weight management is um, such an important component of, of staying healthy? Well, because I think, I mean, obviously the mainstream media and everyone generally talks about how it reduces your, your blood pressure and uh, type 2 by diabetes, heart attack, stroke, and any other diseases, of course. But 
I think the other side to that is that it reduces the symptoms of like depression and anxiety. Um, you know, it kind of gets you out of your comfort zone a little bit, but you are meeting like-minded people and there's a social aspect to it. You get the, the good rush of endorphins pumping through your system. Um, and I think when it comes to weight management, it's really about being overall active and healthy in your whole life. So we come to the gym so that, and we lift weights so that we can then, we can go and climb rocks or we can ride a bike with our kids and, um, you know, just live the whole um, encompassing active and healthy lifestyle. Mm, I think you're spot on there when you're talking about lowering the rates of um, depression and it's a mood enhancer as well, because what we're, what people also don't understand is that while they might be there specifically for weight loss and this is my specific goal, you're also working towards avoiding um, secondary comorbidities and things like that as well. Like you mentioned the diabetes and cardiovascular sort of stuff as well. Like if we don't address A, then this is going to be leading to B and C and D. So nipping it in the bud, it's prevention and being proactive rather than being reactive. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you find yeah, and the, the mentality is more of a reactive or uh, a proactive kind of state? I think for the general population is quite reactive um, because people, I guess when I was doing my certifications, one of the things that I wanted to focus on was, was kids um, and I, you know, trying to get our kids active and healthy. But then as soon as I try to kind of, get anything going and it would then everything bounced back to the parents so it's the parents then influencing the kids hmm. um so from that perspective it's like you've now got to go and try and, and teach the parents and educate the parents as to how to live an overall active and healthy lifestyle and that's and that comes down to nu- nutrition your mental health your weight management um and obviously your cardiovascular health as well but it is quite often um, a little bit later than being on the front foot. Um, it's generally a lot of people we do find that kind of walk through our doors have had a, maybe even a health scare um, or they've had, you know, in, in anybody in their family kind of have a few issues. So it's kind of jolted them to really start to get their self together. Um, and the other thing is confidence as well. So you find, especially in a lot of young women, um, that, you know, they, they'll go to the gym so that they can be skinny and be fit and healthy, but it's it's to boost their confidence so that they can just feel more empowered um, in life as a whole, I think. I like that very, word. Really important. Yeah. To feel more empowered. I'm a woman, hear me roar. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, what about the challenges you see? I mean, you, you mentioned there about the kids and how it kind of comes back to their parents. Um, in that sense as well and it's you've mentioned education a number of times what do you think the um, challenges are for most of the clients that you see at the center when it comes to staying fit and healthy Um, well to be very honest is actually getting started so one of the hardest things is for people to actually walk in the door to get um, signed up and committed to a membership and to stick to that commitment that they made when they originally did sign up um, so we do find that once, once they are in and they're started and, and we set them up with a bit of a program, they can actually follow through a little bit easier, but definitely, yeah, getting started is number one. Um, and then keeping that consistency up as well. So, you know, a lot of people want results overnight. It's not going to happen. We all know that. Um, you know, even if I relate it back to surfboat rowing, how many years have I been doing that for? And 
I've been training and lifting weights and, you know, rowing on the ergo and um, just that, that commitment and that dedication has taken years to get to where I am. Mm. Um, and it's the same with the Olympians that we've got that are training out in the track. They're just heading up to Tokyo um, very shortly. And yeah, those results don't happen overnight. It's taken a lot of work. Um, so the challenge is really that consistency and sticking mm. to something that is a, a long-term plan. I, I couldn't um, agree more there. It's um, it's something that we, I'm going to say harp on about, but we really pump it into our clients to, to have that understanding that if you're actually wanting to get these results, consistency and compliance are two of the most dominant things. Like you can't yeah. have results without consistency and compliance. So yeah, yeah, as you say, like signing up is one thing, but then actually following through. Yeah, and actually making time and prioritizing to, you know, like we've, we've all got 100 million things going on in life, but when it comes down to it, your health is number one, um, your health of yourself and your family. So just making time. And for myself, I mean, I go to 4.30 class in the morning so that I could get that in, walk the dog, get everything done before I have to go to work. And obviously I don't have kids, but um, yeah, just, just prioritizing and making sure you actually get in and getting that time for yourself, the yeah. mental benefits, those endorphins we talked about, but also the long-term benefits of being fit and active and able, able to, to get up and at it and feeling that vibe and just feeling good about life so that you can actually just, yeah, keep mowing down and having, enjoying it. Yeah. It's creating that habit because it's quite funny that the barriers that people will come up with and their challenges are that I don't have time. Um, sure a lot of us don't have spare time to go oh I'm going to fill that in with this Um, but it is prioritizing your health and how that seems to be such a um, obscure thing for people to think of but um, it's it's so much easier just to you know even if you're you're not a morning person if you're an afternoon person so many people that would just prefer to sit at home and watch Netflix or, um, you know, just, yeah. It's easier. But it's the perfect time to really just book that class in, get to the gym or just, and and the other thing is to try and find a type of exercise that you enjoy and that suits you and what your goals are as well. So, you know, nobody is training the same, but we also don't ever have the same goals. So it's just trying to to find what works for you so that you can make it consistent and stick to it. you mentioned before, like talking about people being proactive and people being reactive. What's your opinion on, is it ever too late? No, absolutely not. It's never too late. And I mean, we've got members here that are in their nineties. Um, and I mean, they, they have been training for years um, or at least moving themselves for years, but I think it, it is definitely never too late. And the best thing you can do is just get started and move forward, move forward from this very second right mm. now. Um, because yeah, time is of the essence, of course, because life is so short um, and we've got to make the most of it. But obviously being active and fit and healthy is, is hopefully going to extend that timeline so you can enjoy it for longer. Well, for people that are, are listening along to this and thinking, well, what does it take? Like, what do I need? In, in your opinion, what are some of the key metrics that you need to consider when you're thinking about um, managing weight, fitness levels um, and being able to stay motivated? Um, to be honest, it comes down to your goals and what you're trying to achieve um, because, and I'm not, uh, ev- uh, there's a lot of people that do, actually, you know, they talk about smart goals and, and trying to achieve them. But I think if you can actually see where you want to be headed and you can start to visualize 
visualize that, then it makes it so much easier to get out of bed when it's dark and cold and actually stick to it. Um, so I think setting, setting a goal that's realistic and it might be weight loss motivated, but most of the time it will probably be to be able to take your kids out mountain biking on the weekend or to, to go surfing like we do on the Gold Coast um, into you know, your 60s, 70s, 80s plus. Um, so just make those goals adapt, adaptable to your life uh, rather than just lifting goals or weight loss goals. And I think um, that is key. But then also aligned with that is that you've got to think about the whole picture of um, your life in terms of the gym. So what is your water intake? Um, you know, are you keeping up your, your three to four liters of water a day? Um, what is your sweet sleep quality like? Are you getting your eight hours per night? Um, obviously, give or take. Um, what, what are your calories like? Are they good quality calories or are you one for um, a bit of junk food or too much junk food maybe um, or a little bit heavier on the carb side? Like it's just trying to find that balance that really will help you get towards those goals. Um, and then the last thing I'd say is also that type of exercise. So like I touched on before, just really making sure that you find um, the type of workout, the type of exercise that's really going to suit you. So we also have a lot of members here that, um, for example, wouldn't be able to do a high intensity interval training style workout. Um, so something like our deep water exercise program is really good because we, in summer, we'd get 80, 85 plus members um, in the pool exercising on a beautiful summer's day um, and it's low impact. It's a little bit less on the cardio side, but you're still using resistance because obviously you've got uh, water dumbbells and things in there. Um, but it's just trying to find that type of exercise that will work for you. Um, and then it goes back to, to really making sure you can stick to it and also trying to find a program as well. Mm. So on the lines of motivation then, bringing it back to you, mm. you're an Australian champion. What now? <laughs> Oh, this is a good question. Let there, me... surely. <laughs> well, I'm actually meeting with my crew tomorrow night to have a bit of a chat about next season. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely keen to to do it again. Um, unfortunately, surf lifesaving and surf boat rowing isn't part of the Olympic Games. Otherwise, that would definitely be a goal, um, as it kind of always has been since I was a little girl. But um, I think. During off season is normally when I start to focus on things like the Gold Coast Marathon um, or even any of our obstacle course events that we have around the Gold Coast. Um, I do lots of hiking, lots of kind of outdoor adventure stuff. And then as soon as I kind of hit, hit back to summer, it's back into the surf boat season, back to um, training and getting fit with my friends and having a good time. Well, that's it, I guess. You, you've reached your pinnacle of this was my ultimate goal and you're working towards it for such a long time, hit it, nailed it, owned it, and now it's kind of like, uh, yeah, looking forward and, and maintaining Let's that. do it again. Let's do it again for sure. <laughs> so anybody listening to this, they're thinking, oh, yep, getting into the gym, everything she's saying, you know, I like it, but it's, I'm, I'm feeling a bit resistant towards it. Um, you know, what you're saying makes sense and I totally agree with you, but what is your one or two pieces of advice for that person? I think, like I mentioned before, it's really to get started. And um, as soon as you get started and you can commit to something for, I'd say, for at least a month to try and find that rhythm and then you'll start to 
feel good and get those endorphins and start to get into a bit of, um, a, I guess, a bit of a schedule program there. And then that will then flow into your food intake. So once you start feeling good in the gym, you don't want to reach out for the macros all the time because you want to start fueling your body so you can continue with, you know, your gym, your exercise regime. Um, so I really do think that just getting started and if you can try and find a trainer, um, you know, a trainer in the gym that will try and explain a few different exercises that are suitable to you and your body and what your capabilities are. Um, and then that will make it a, a bit of a softer approach um, as obviously it's quite intimidating as you walk into a big gym with all these um, different pieces of equipment, but getting that soft introduction uh, will really help as well. Um, and I think if you can try and find a buddy, so get a friend mm -hmm. along with you. Yeah. It's, it's life is so much better with other people around us. So take that same kind of attitude into the gym and you know, you can also meet like-minded people in the gym as well. But if you take your buddy in there, you're going to help each other out and, um, yeah, really try and get towards those goals together. Yeah. It, Keep each other accountable. Exactly right. It shares the accountability with that. Um, yeah. You work a lot with um, events and projects and things like that as well. Is there sort of suitable events or projects that you work on that would be um, good for people who are, you know, new to, I guess, the fitness game or really wanting to explore that area? Yeah, so the challenges that we do are probably best. Um, so the challenges that we do at the centre here are a little bit different than a typical weight loss challenge because we focus completely on education. So rather than just saying um, cutting back all your calories so you're in such a deficit that you can only maintain it for six weeks, obviously you're going to get quicker, faster results that way, but then you're just going to jump straight back into your old habits. So for us, it's to not only do a six-week challenge, it's to use the six weeks to educate you about, um, obviously about your nutrition, your intake, but then also about trying different exercises and different uh, classes, different routines, um, staying motivated for that six-week block um, to really help you make those longer-term goals. Um, we also go through different goal-setting techniques um, and of course, lots of different strength and conditioning aspects as well. Um, but at the end of the day, we are all about that education um, and positive motivation rather than the real quick fix, because we believe that, yeah, you've just, you've got to keep at it. Um, and yeah, all the way up until your, you know, your triple digits, if you can, all the way until you get to your hundreds. Yeah. I mean, it's gaining that education. You're getting the confidence as well that, once you finish the challenge hopefully you've made a couple of friends along the way as well um but then yeah. going into that more self-management kind of style that you can actually do this that this yeah. is all right it's, yeah and we've had a number of members actually do quite a few of our different challenges um and the key reason is that the community that they create through the challenge mm. and the friends that they've made because obviously everyone's on the same the same ride the same journey as them um and and then obviously it's a big party at the end where they get to just enjoy their achievements and their accomplishments of what they did achieve over that either six eight twelve week um challenge that we we did put on so yeah it's, yeah, it's very positive concept. i like it, it yeah it's creating that community feel and you're all on that journey together yeah, yeah and we do specific classes as well that are just for the challenges um, and they're always different kind of classes than what we would have on our typical um, group exercise timetable. So we, we have about 85 classes on a week 
um, on our normal timetable, but then throw the challenge in there and they'll do things like um, a boot camp out in the field or out in the beach volleyball courts that we have on site, or they might even do like a mini triathlon or um, we, we often get in guest trainers as well, just to spice things up and, yeah. and, and keep them obviously learning new activities and new ways around things, but also keep them challenged. Yeah, that's important, I guess. Um, yeah. Gonna... Um, before I let you run away <laughs> and get back to the many things that keep you busy and off the streets, I've got to ask our final question, which is what would you like to achieve for women's health? So that's a, that's a very tricky question. <laughs> um, I would say that for women's health overall, I would really love for longevity. So, and what I mean by that is for everyone, for women specifically, to maintain a healthy lifestyle as they get much older. So it's, you know, being able to continue moving your body in the way that you prefer. So obviously it can be deep water exercise or yoga or running, whatever it is, um, but to keep it up all the way until you are, you're retired um, and you're kind of moving, cracking on with life a little bit, but just to maintain it um, and to keep it up because obviously you're going to live healthier and longer if you can. Um, you're going to keep those special relationships. It's going to keep you coming out of the house. It's going to keep those positive vibes. Um, and I think, yeah, so for women's health, it's just so that, you know, you can be fit and healthy when you're young you then go through and have kids. And there's a lot of women that obviously don't prioritize their health when they do have young kids and family is number one. Um, and yes, it is, but also please don't forget about yourself in, in that process. That's an awesome message to, yeah. to not forget about yourself there. And I think yeah. it's one that um, from what I see at GCPC is everybody's a really big advocate for that um, yeah. in, in aging gracefully um, and aging strong. Yeah, 100%. It has been absolutely awesome to chat to you today, Kalisa. Thank you so much for your time and joining us here. No, thank you. Thank you very much, Nicole, and to the Atkins Health team. Love having no you guys here. And um, yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on Atkins Health Talks. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe. Check us out online and on all the socials. Also, if you want more, we have free courses and events on our website, or you can call us on 13,000. Atkins. Keep revolutionising your health one day at a time. Love your body because you only have one. And we'll catch you next time on Atkins Health Talks.